Gentlemen, and welcome to this. This is Lamb Mouth Wrestling Reviews right on the Lamb Mouth Wrestling Network. Welcome if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or YouTube, wherever the fuck you're watching it. Thank you for watching and um, looking forward to breaking down the second night of the new beginning in Sapporo show. Apologies about the lateness. Normally we do it the night of uh, the shows. However, the Royal Rumble happened and real life happened and work happened. Fuck that. But there's nothing to do about it. But looking forward to breaking this bad boy down. Obviously, I actually enjoyed the way we did it last time, um, going from top to bottom. A few guys would be interested in going top to bottom as well. That's fine by me. Yeah. Perfecto. So, we'll start off then with the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match. We had Jay White defeating Kenny Omega in what felt like half an hour anyway, in a really, really good match. This was definitely a better match than Kenny Omega versus um, Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. And it's really crazy because both Tanashi and Jay White had so much better matches than what they did at Wrestle Kingdom on the New Beginning show. Uh, I think Tanashi definitely had a better match with Suzuki on Saturday. And then on Sunday, uh, Jay White had a much better match with Kenny Omega. And is A, first of all, what's your opinions on the main event? And B, do you think this is Jay White's best match today? I think it definitely was Jay White's best match, I feel. Um, I got a little something to say about Mr. Omega, though. Uh I think Kenny Omega kind of melted in a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Jay White necessarily, he was going out, but I could, I kind of got a sense that Kenny Omega was kind of melting his match in. So. Yeah, but you know, with also what happened after the match and just everything that we've seen, you know, of like Kenny's character, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, melted in, so to speak, to just kind of add with what's going to happen next. And I feel like him necessarily, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, him necessarily, in my opinion, not necessarily putting his all and kind of mailing this match in. Yes, Jay White looked good, but he didn't look great like he should have here. He looked good, though. I'm not trying to say he didn't look good, but I felt he should look really, really great here. This was a good match. I'm not taking nothing away from this match. But I just think that little lacking, in my opinion, from Mr. Omega kind of like overshadowed a lot of stuff. And he kind of overshadowed a lot of stuff with. Not only the match and the, the, the results of the after ha- happened post match, so I don't know. Like, uh, I, I I see what you're saying. I don't. I, I'm I'm gonna call it. But, I'm, shoot, I'm shooting. I, I actually don't. I actually disagree with that. I think that Omega put on a good performance. I think he had a really good match. I thought the point of the match was to be completely different to the Tanahashi Wrestle Kingdom match because the reason why we didn't enjoy the Wrestle Kingdom match was because of the aspect that. Um, Jay White was the guy beating on the Tanahashi, so he kind of didn't have that kind of fighting spirit, whereas this time, Omega was that way around. Omega was beating on Jay White. Jay White then came up, got his couple moves in, got the victory, and that led to the... A, it got his finisher over big time, and B, it led us to the awesome post-match, which we'll talk about in a bit. So, it's a rarity right, we disagree. We disagree. It's a rarity we disagree, but I'm going to disagree with you on that one. The like, only reason I'll say that and. I'm not saying he's a bad. He had a bad match because 
Kenny Omega going about 80% is probably about, I don't know, better than most of the wrestlers on the planet, in my opinion. So it's like he can afford to do that. And one thing, too, I took away from it. Like you said, he we are. I think we're gonna start seeing a blade run out of nowhere. I think that's gonna start to become a thing. I think he's just gonna start hitting that out in this nowhere. Oh yeah, like, that's gonna like, be like like RKO. RKO. He's gonna start doing that. Blade Runner out of nowhere. The one wing angel continue to continues to be the most protected move in pro wrestling because Kenny Omega will continuously kick out of people's finishers, and he you know he won't even hit his finisher or attempt to hit it, and you know match will be over. You know what I mean? It's like and I understand what they're doing. I know they want to protect that move, but it's just like. If that's the case, he should kind of give White Jay White's move a little bit of protection because I feel like he shouldn't have to hit it twice here. And like give that move a chance to, as Switchblade says, breathe as you know to establish it from you know this, instead of just kicking out because he didn't hit Tanahashi with that last month. So instead of just kicking out of it the first time it happens, let him hit it on you once because I mean God, you're Kenny Omega, dude. This isn't this nothing happens in this match is going to hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> and I will say. The shoulder, the shoulder little part with Jay White was amazing. <laughs> that little shoulder twitch was fucking incredible. That oh was fucking God. amazing. But with that still in mind, um, I like the fact that the Omega kicked out because it's showing, look, my status is, look, you ain't going to beat me easily with this finishing move because that finishing move isn't established because you can't protect someone that's not established. They have to establish that move. And even a victory over Omega is still going to establish it. Yeah, he hit it once, but that was Jay White at like a 50%. Because JY got absolutely obliterated. That powerbomb onto those chairs was brutal. The way how I saw it was, I actually really enjoyed this and may have enjoyed it. It's similar to the Tanahashi and Suzuki match the night prior, which is saying something because I thought that was fucking amazing. But I honestly felt that the two Blade Runners were the perfect. I thought one wasn't enough because it kind of felt like out of nowhere. Whereas the third, second one was like, boom, that's it, victory. So, uh, you know, it's agreed to disagree. I understand where you're coming from. I do, I do, I do, 100%. I just feel that that was Omega given given his all, and he had a really good match, and he battered the shit out of poor Jay White. And then Jay White with the uh, fighting spirit, which the Japanese crowd loves, is going to get him over as a baby face. I enjoyed it, and I'm glad. I loved uh, Okada's facials uh, when he actually won. Like, his jaw just kind of dropped, like, oh, shit. Like, that actually just happened, you crazy motherfucker. Um, and then we'll go on to, to post-match. And then all of a sudden, this fucking amazing stuff happened. So you had the Young Bucks come out. You had, uh, well, first of all, Hangman Page came out. Hangman Page, you know, took the US tar belt of Jay White and was doing the stare, stare down. Because obviously, the Honor Rising shows are coming up for the Ring of Honor when they tape in Japan. Uh, we'll be covering those when they air. Um, and they did this cool spot where Page is over top of him. And then Omega pushes him away, grabs the belt, gives the belt to Jay White to signify, look, you fucking earned this kid. Jay White leaves. And then Cody comes out like, "What? that was Hangman's moment. What are you stealing this moment for? Blah, 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 blah. And it's all heating up between the Bullet Club. And then Kenny Omega's getting pushed. And then Matt Jackson goes like this behind Kenny. Kenny Omega swings at him. He then falls. Nick Jackson takes Matt Jackson to the back, um, which leaves Cody alone with Omega. They patch things up. They do their cool little fist bump. Go to leave the ring. And then all of a sudden, Cody Rhodes grabs him by the neck, crossroads, and... Don Callis and Kevin Kelly's reaction. I don't know if you guys watched the English commentary. Yes. But yeah. their reaction, yeah. dude, was fucking amazing. Like Kevin Kelly screaming, you son of a bitch. And, and Don Callis going, you prick, you prick. And as an Englishman, I appreciate that. Um, that was amazing. That was amazing. Great job, commentators. And then Marty Skull coming on trying to separate them. And then Kobushi comes out to make the save for a thunderous pop. And then uh, Bullet Club leave. 
And then Kurt Bushy goes to Handshake Omega. He says no. And then they hug. And it's a great moment. Streamers come. Absolutely amazing. Awesome, awesome, awesome way to end a great show. Really, really enjoyed. That was your guys' take on the post-match for the main event. I wanted to fucking cry when Ibushi and Kenny hugged because it was just so beautiful. Like, if you've been following them for years and, like, just know the, the torture tell of the Golden Lovers, you know, to see them, to see this hug finally happen in ring. <sighs> hey, you but, I mean, like, regardless, we, we all did say that this shit was going to happen. Yeah, we did. But, but, you um, know, well, predictability is good sometimes. You know, predictability. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, predictability yeah. does not make it bad by any means. That's the saying I like to say. Um, you guys know me. You know, cynical as all can be. You know this. Mm. So let me allow me to play the you know the devil's advocate side of this because you know I like to do that. Let me know. Let me do that. Let, let me do it. Let, let me do it. Let me do it. Okay, let me do it, please. Come. Not represent the devil if you are not. Representing him, quite hey, hey. <laughs> Cody's right. He's a hundred percent right here because let's see when if somebody loses a title, you roll your ass out the ring and homeboy holds up the title and a new challenger comes. Cody's completely yeah. right on that. He's a hundred percent correct on that. And he's also, fine. and he's also correct with, uh, Kenny over the bullet club for the last two years when actually, um, shout out to wrestling Ranta Cause I was watching this video earlier. He actually pointed this out. Kenny Omega's been the longest tenure Bullet Club leader, which I didn't even realize. I was like, damn, he's been leading yeah, for two years. Has. That's kind of that's kind of crazy, you know. And this whole time, the whole Bullet Club, this whole two year span has revolved around nothing but him, and it was continuing this way. And I see what Cody did, and you know what? I don't mind it, and I don't. I like what happened at the end. I'm not saying I didn't like what uh, Cody, Kenny, Kenny and Cody, Kenny and Coda, whatever y'all names are, Kenny, Kenny, Coda, and Cody. All you motherfuckers have similar <laughs> names, so do something about that. But um. I saw people were talking about this is the greatest story New Japan has ever told, and I, da, 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 da. That, I was like, "Whoa, but... can we pump the?" I'm, I'm like, "I like but the whole lovers too." And one thing I thought was funny about this, the post attack, is when uh, Cody's getting ready to grab a chair. Fucking Kevin Kelly, his hands in the chair. I know. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, "What are you gonna do with that chair, Kenny? What What are you gonna do?" As he's then his hands it in it too. It, it wasn't even a struggle. He's just like, "Here you yeah. go." Oh, then oh, like, Cal's like, "You idiot!" Yeah, what are you doing? I don't if know. Cody Rhodes came up to me and was like, "Give me this chair." I'm sat on. I'm giving him the chair, like especially if I'm pissed off. Like I, I, I understand. Like because Kevin Kelly's, you know, you know, not you're not you're not really intimidated by Kevin Kelly, but you know, Don Cass is just being a dick. You know, and he's a yeah. club guy. He's a Kenny Omega guy. But I thought the you part know, I thought was funny though. I'm gonna say the part I what? thought was funny. Okay, I'm sorry, but at the end when um. Pretty much, they didn't get to do the streamers for Switchblade. I thought it was hilarious. They were like, "Well, the dude in the back's like, I didn't get to push the red streamers for him winning the title, so here y'all yeah. go." <laughs> it's so true. Sa saved it for Kenny and Coda. It was. I really enjoyed it. I I I enjoyed it. I, I don't think it's the best thing New Japan has ever done. I think people are saying that may have just watched New Japan since Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, you know, in January 4th this year. Um, but no, definitely not the best thing they've done, but it was definitely an enjoyable moment. They did WWE better than WWE can do WWE because uh, that was a great swerve, a great story. Um, that was a great, great moment. 
Um, and it's kind of like, where do we go from here? You know, we, we always talk about on these new Japan shows, the old Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical, where do we go from here? Yeah, well, where do we go? Because are we having Omega gone from the Bullet Club? Do we have Cody and Hangman gone from the Bullet Club? Is Abushi in the Bullet Club? Is Omega leaving with Abushi? Are the Golden Lovers back? Is Omega going to turn on Abushi? There's loads of different avenues they can go down. And I'm excited to see which one they go down. What's your and predictions? And you know, and as you were saying it, okay, there's been a certain contingent within Bullet Club that's remained silent. It's been kind of just laying in the background while all this shit's happening. You know what I mean? Oh, the Tongans. Yeah. They just been laying in the... And Fale, at least New Japan po- uh, on this New Japan post-match, he just, he was just like, he's like, I smell it. The Tongans are taking over. That is all. But then like, Tamagate <laughs> is one, uh, Bunch was like, hey. Uh, yeah, I was he like, was like, is he about to, to kill, kill somebody? Because like, like, I swear to God, Tom was like, yeah. Like- yeah. We, I, he's like, if I don't respect you, I don't follow you. Or it, I was like, God, is this like, this is for real, dude? If like, I don't pull a shrimp for you. I don't fucks with you. Yeah, he, hey, it was, it was some heat right there. So, Tom and Tom good doing his thing too. So, also was too, too about this. So, Cody, if he takes over the leadership, I mean, this is just the way I see it happening. This is the Tell way us I, how you see it. This is the way I see it, y'all. How I see it going down. I see it being Bullet Club. Still, you know, you got. Cody, he's gonna be. They're gonna have to do like some kind of like <coughs> tour. Like it's kind of be kind of weird because it's like, what are they gonna do as far as him not being over there as much? Because then you have like guys like Tom or Fale who could easily be like, hey, well, I'm the leader now or whatever, you know. So it kind of is gonna be interesting what they try to do with him as far as him being over there and not as much as the other guys. But I think he'll be in there still. Uh, Hangman Page definitely still gonna be in there. Um, I think Marty Scroll because since now, but it's really weird. I, I kind of feel so bad for Marty Scroll and like what he's become because it's like, damn, dude, yeah. when he was not in the Bullet Club, you was kind of like, when you were solo, it was like, damn, it was Marty Scroll doing his own thing. Then when you got joined the like Bullet Club, like you were powerful, and now you're you just, just wanted like, the news. Oh, the Penguin. Yeah, like, you wanted the news in Bullet Club. And like riddles. I mean, you got fans and stuff. I mean, yeah. I like you still, but it's just like you just became one of the guys, unfortunately. And that's what happens when you, you know, join a group like Bullet Club. You become one of the guys, man. So he'll be in there still. One of the boys in the band. Um, what I thought was interesting is I see a lot of people because on the last episode of Elite, they had it where uh Cody and uh or Kent Coda and Kenny went to the Young Bucks like hotel room or whatever, and they you know went in and was talking or whatever. Yeah. But. I just still think what Cody Rhodes was saying to everybody was it's gonna like keep ringing, ringing true because he's like, y'all not seconds to nobody, man. Y'all should be getting be in the heavyweight division and da 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 da. He's like, how's he gonna make y'all his seconds? And then he's like, Matt was hurt. How you gonna just demand him come out here to be with you and stuff? So like, he has like validity to the stuff that he's saying. It's not like, of course, he's doing it for his own selfish motives, but hey, it's like I uh, I don't know which one said, but they called him a master manipulator. Yeah, he's doing he's doing it for his own selfish motives, but what he's saying has some. St- kind of truth into it though yeah absolutely so if anything maybe now this is where we're gonna see the bucks move up to the heavyweight i think kenny is gonna take a separation he's gonna leave bullet club but he's gonna like kind of take a hiatus from the elite and pursue things with coda again maybe bring back the golden lovers and then maybe later down we'll kind of see some kind of like elite golden lovers I don't think, man, the only reason I say that bunch is I don't think that's going to happen is because the one thing that's stopping me from saying that will happen, because, yeah, on paper, that sounds great. But why is the we both we everybody here talking right now? No one. Uh, no, one of the sole reasons the Bullet Club is still together is why merch sales. Absolutely. And I don't know if they feel that Cody Rhodes is strong enough on his own to generate those merch sales. Yes, they'll still have Marty Scroll, 
But it's like, if you still have a Young Bucks attached to that with those people, it's like, that's just... Yeah, no, you know the what Young I mean? Bucks aren't going to leave Bullet Club. No way. So this, no I, way. I can't see that. Not, yeah, not anytime soon, no. No. Well, that's a shadow of a doubt. Uh, but speaking of Young Bucks, they had a absolutely fucking great match with uh, Rapungi 3K uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Like we touched upon, that could be you know, the final match we see the Young Bucks in the junior division. Uh, that wouldn't be, I wouldn't complain about it. It would be interesting. And you actually get to see him mix them up with, I was going to say War Machine. I'm very sad. I feel oh, very man. sad now. Uh, what's, oh, good. Nice but, so, man. <laughs> it was nice to know any chaps. Um, but it's kind of strange because there's so many tag teams. There's, you know, you got um, Hangman Page and Udro. You got Chase, sorry, Chase O's and Udro. You got Fale and Page. You got Tonga and Loa. You got so many Bullet Club teams, whereas junior tag teams in Bullet Club there isn't none. So it's kind of like, oh shit, what they're going to do when it comes to the uh, junior tag league? I guess they could just have Skull in there, but you know they could go back and forth. But as a whole, though, this match was absolutely amazing. One of the better Young Bucks matches that we've seen in a very long time. I thought it was better than their Wrestle Kingdom match because I just really enjoyed yeah. the psychology. It got great length. It went felt about twenty five minutes, so it went a real long time. Great co main event. What was your opinion on the? Uh, the uh junior tag top match um well i definitely agree with you i think this match definitely was better than a wrestle kingdom match man like it, it had everything that wrestle kingdom match had and more here and a lot of people get on the young bucks for oh man they don't sell worth shit or they can't sell man the last <laughs> two matches dude matt jackson's been probably one of the best sellers in pro wrestling man this dude like had me questions like damn is this back really hurt but then there's a match going on and you see him working over the back it's like okay his back's not really hurt but Shout out to Matt Jax for like showing dudes like, hey man, don't get it twisted. I know how to sell, bro. Yeah. And when I can sell, I sell damn good. So uh. he did it after that spot to the outside. But man, this match was really good here. This is one of the best junior tag team matches I had seen in a long time. Yeah. Maybe since uh, maybe since maybe back during the junior tag tournament or hell, maybe even with uh Bushi and uh, uh Hiromu going against Taichi and Taka, maybe even back to there. But I feel like this was the match that we've been waiting to see from Rapungi 3K Absolutely. since they lost. Just because like when they came out, they were like almost untouchable at first. And you know, we all had our opinions about it. Uh, but now to actually like see them, they fucking dominated. And it makes the Young Bucks win at Wrestle Kingdom look like a fluke, really, if you think about it. Because it's like yeah. it's like Rapungi 3K has been dominating, dominating, dominating. It's like they had like a little, you know, roadblock with the Young Bucks, short roadblock, but then they got the belts back because it's like I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it was kind of like, hey, y'all beat us, but that was kind of like a fluke though. Because look, we got the belts back. Yeah. And we, we did touch upon that. I say now it's good that we you can't just have them indestructible, especially with a division as thin as the damn junior tag league. It's just where like <laughs> Where do we go from here with Rapungi 3K? Like, oh, I got, a, I got a kind of, I got a kind of an idea where I think they're gonna go. Who their next challenge is gonna be? My, my bet you were about to say is Takashi and Bushi. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but that means surely then you're assuming that Osprey will defeat Takashi at the new beginning in Osaka show in uh, what was it? Just over a week. It pains me to say. <laughs> it pains me to say. <laughs> but I, I do think Osprey's winning, and I do think he will be having a lengthy tar ring. His first tar ring was very short. And yeah. you guys know that like having their short tire reins followed by a long one. Hey, so, yeah, don't, run. don't sleep on anybody from Suzuki going either as far as challenging Rapungi 3K. Well, yeah, I mean, we could see oh, Taichi and Takamichinoku. Yeah. Or, or Taichi and um, Kenamoru. Hell, El Desperado, get him in there. He might be in. 
Actually, you know what? I want El Desperado to be Will Ospreay's next challenger if, if he beats mm. Rambo, actually. 100%. I would like to see that as well. That'd be nice. Big fan of Desperado. Um, and then we had a 10-man uh, tag with LIJ, which is Bushi, Evil, Takashi, Sonata, and Naito, defeating Gado, Goto, Will Ospreay, Yoshihashi, and the best pro wrestler on the planet, Kazuchika Okada, <sighs> in a really, really good match. But, you know, the match was good, which you expect from every, every multi-person LIJ match. But the story was post-match when they did that awesome, awesome spot where Okada got the money, put it in Sonata's mouth, Sonata spits it out, and then cuts a promo. He finally breaks his silence. And guys, what was your opinion on that? Oh, I loved it. I, 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 I say, we can always talk about these matches. These matches are always Best fun and, and exciting. Ever had. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I could, do, you, do you know what he said? Because I can tell y'all what uh, Sonata what said to Okada right after the match. He said, oh, You've always wanted me to talk, huh? He said, "All right, well, I got something to say." And Osaka, I'll end you. And just dropped the mic. I was just like, "I was like, oh shit, dude!" It was like that. T- First, I was kind of like, I was excited. I was kind of lukewarm excited for this match. And I was like, "Oh shit, dude!" I'm like really, really excited for this match now because I'm like, "Fuck." Did you see the uh, post the uh, post match press conference uh, card in the back? He went, "Finally, you talk, bastard!" I yeah, that's just so. <laughs> Finally, yeah. you talk bastard like i just thought it's so funny like what a piece of trash i'm so I glad how we're seeing more and more of a heel okada as all of this develops it's like his arrogance is growing the longer his title reigns going like he can't beat me i'm okada you know and, and i think that's brilliant i think because then when he does get beaten i guarantee he's going to go on a long losing streak and he'll be like oh, i've lost my okada-ness i'm no longer you know and kind of question myself then he finally gets a big win but a boom but a boom and off he goes to the races again but I'm looking forward to Okada Sonata, and, and I kind of have this weird gut feeling that Sonata might actually beat the man, especially heading into the New Japan Cup. And you know, we haven't got anything major that they have to sell. They sold out the uh, New Japan American show in under 20 minutes, which is fucking incredible. 5,000 seats in under yeah. 20 minutes. Do that, uh... WWE, and come back to us. Um, that's insane. Um, and that's not even in their own country. That's going foreign. That's going abroad. <laughs> like that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, the traffic. Oh my god, traffic on that website was in, in so insane. I, I had my tablet and my phone up at the same time. Try, dude. I was gonna get try to get front row. I was like, fuck it. What like, I was get get? Um, eighty buck tickets. I mean, they were like best available. So it was like, damn. I was like, eighty dollars for best available. I was like, motherfuckers yeah. are hitting this, dude. I was like, shit. Yeah. They're about middle. They're like, they're like middle uh, bleacher section. That's not too bad. It could be worse. It could yeah. be worse. It could be sat right at the top. And then it, it looks like a venue where there isn't really a bad seat anyway. So I think yeah, exactly. you're right. And it's better than sitting on the floor like fifth or sixth row where you have to kind of go, oh, 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 oh. And you get yeah. by then. So yeah, I, I, like I, I always liked sat on the beach. Like, I always like there's the ring and then there's the people around. I used to like to sat halfway up the beaches because then you just got a great view. You can just sit there and you're in a comfy seat. Uh, yeah, you have to stand up every few minutes when people try to get past. But apart from that, you know, I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, I cool. I'm not worried hopefully, about hopefully, that. Hopefully, they have a great card for you guys. Hopefully, they have a great card, and they better air it on New Japan. I'm predicting that Kenny Omega is going to win the title at that show. So, mm-hmm. see, he could beat Sonata. Sonata could beat. Yeah, it, it, it would be interesting if he beat Sonata, but it would mean more if he beat Okada. Though, let's keep yeah, it. Let's make... keep it hundred. <laughs> would you Would you yeah. want to save that match though? Would you want to save the not Okada me. Omega match? Me I, no, because y'all. Yeah, well, you're, I, go, I you're going to that, of course. You wanted to be on the show. Hell but... no! I want to get this out the way now. You know what I mean? Because, go ahead, let it happen. Yeah, get this <laughs> for, for my plan to come into fruition. Like I think was going to unfold the rest of the year, which you know that didn't really mean anything because mm-hmm. hell, we all thought fucking Naito would be the champ right now. For my plan to unfold, like I think it's gonna happen, he needs to beat win the New Japan Cup, beat him at fucking strong style of ball, 
and drop the title. Do do what I need you to do, homeboy, and drop the title at Dominion. Mm. I do reckon Nigel win the title at Dominion regardless. Um, then we had uh, Cody, Hangman Page, and Mike Scott defeating Finley, Abushi, Kushida. Hangman Page and, and um, Finley looked great. This is the first time in so fucking long I was like, you know what? Where has this David Finley been? He actually looked like credible he looked credible yeah. i actually didn't roll my yeah. eyes at the aspect of watching him again like well done finley someone shoved someone up your ass maybe it was elizuka in that butt plug because it was yeah. actually wrestled oh a good match dude it was either that y'all honestly i'm gonna tell y'all 100 what i think it is and it goes back to the new japan youtube channel channel which guys if you haven't subscribed to that channel and you watch new japan or fans of new japan like us that you were doing yourself a disservice because they give you insight into the pre-matches and the post-match and you get some interviews too and they all have subtitles don't, don't you love that because you don't speak japanese so it's all good yeah but, uh, so don't don't use the whole like oh it's not in english but excuse. i've been watching david finlay's post-match interviews and first one there he was talking about uh he you know he really hadn't been winning a lot you know it's like man and you know he's he like, got tired of being a cop. No, he was just like i haven't been winning a lot which you know losing sucks but he's like you know what you do only thing you do is you know go back at it tomorrow but then the next one was like this one was more telling because he was like all right so it's like i had a little nice performance out here and he's like next match i got up in a uh, cork and it's like it's a, with a uh, good with a nice friend of mine with, with an old friend of mine and he's like uh he's like yeah i guess the, the office you know pretty much they like you better than me that's fine that's cool he said beat me eight straight times in a row that's fine and that's good too but he said i tell you what yeah you just beat kenny omega he's like kenny omega don't know you like that. i know you though and so i was like dude i was like starting to like david finlay right i'm like dude david finlay's about to put hey i'm he's, putting my he's work about to have his glow up. No, he's, about, he's about to do what we say to yoshihashi oh Yoshi nah david finlay's about to this boy about to strike because i see okay. i see the fire in him right now I was like, dude, Damn. speaking of yoshihashi he got his ass <laughs> oh my god like it got to the point that when he finally got like that that kicking on hiromu i was like good for him i'm tired of seeing you get your ass beat during this match fuck man fuck him <laughs> you're going against like the, you come out in new you, gear hey, you know you changed your hair you, you're, and, go, you're going against the team you're going to get stomped out i don't give a hey uh, okada we coming for you uh what booker t said about hulk hogan to, <laughs> but, uh, no. dude, but this is hangman page is maybe biggest win in his career pinning Kushida. yeah and you know what honestly like i'm i'm glad to see you know hangman win but i kind of feel like if you're if you're gonna have blitz club win why didn't you let marty win because no it tied in the later it, it, it was perfect because it tied in for the challenge for him for challenge uh the challenge for him to challenge it tied yeah, in him yeah. challenging uh switchblade later so no he needed to win and him winning should have told us something honestly he just pinned kushida what the fuck yeah i i guess yeah yeah i reckon they're gonna do the uh whole hangman page versus either omega or jy at um the honor rising shows later this uh later next month in february which should which should be all right. I'm glad they gave him the win because I, I enjoyed his work. Um, then we had you know what? Go on. Real quick, and if Hangman Page does the unthinkable, if he makes that United States Championship great again, he will be the first American to hold the strap. Yeah. Do it, Hangman. Do it. Then uh, we had uh, Suzuki Gun, uh, Suzuki and Butt Plug Meister defeating Michael Elgin and Hanare. It was all right. Done his yeah. job. Suzuki had a great match with Tanahashi, which everyone should go check out from night one. Uh, but apart from that, it was, it was the first match I watched. Nothing really happened. 
Two things. It did what it needed to no, do. That, it did what it needed to do, y'all. Two things. Uh, it's clear that Makabe is going to be the next challenger for Suzuki. Yeah. Because after the post-match uh, little interview, Makabe said, hey, Suzuki, it's a bounty in your head, and I'm coming to collect, bastard. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, okay. And then uh, I showed Brenda's uh, Suzuki one. Somebody was like, hey, the, hey, the first eight seconds is the scariest eight seconds <laughs> oh in like human history. And like it's Suzuki <laughs> just like looking back and forth, staring at like the room. And I was like, dude, I don't even think I could even. Like, but you got something to say? Yeah, he's like, y'all got something to say? It's like, I was like, dude, nah, Suzuki's about to kill one of y'all boys, man. Y'all better, uh, do something. Y'all better ask yeah. that man a question. But yeah, Makabe's about to challenge Suzuki for the IC yeah. title. I'm glad. It's, you know, gives Makabe a little bit of the old guard, you know. Yeah, and you know, Makabe had even announced when he came out in the ring, you know, basically like, y'all think that I haven't like really been doing anything. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, too, if Homeboy... Makabe got his groove back. I hate to even fucking say this, but if Homeboy didn't get in trouble, he shouldn't even be fucking booked here. But if Homeboy didn't even get in trouble... Which they shouldn't even be booking this motherfucker, but I guess they're like, we can book you still, but we can't put you in high profile situations. That shouldn't happen. It'd be fucking Elgin getting thrown to Suzuki right here. Yeah. 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 100%. Um, and then I'll, I'll run through the results of the previous four matches. And if there's anything worth uh, talking about, we'll talk about it. So we had a uh, Bullet Clubs, Fale, Owens, uh, Tonga, and Loa uh, defeating Tenzon, a uh, bumping machine, Nakanishi, Makabe, and Oka. Uh, you had uh, Ishii and Yano defeat Leo Tonga and Takahashi. Uh, Desperado, Taichi, Takamichinoku, and Kenamura defeated Liger, Yamino, oh. and Tiger Mask. And then Juice Robinson defeated Kitamura. Is there anything worth talking about in those four matches? Oh, Tiger matches Mask got his trip. mask ripped off. Tiger Mask got his mask ripped off. Uh, and then Miho wore it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Taguchi sexually assaulting Miho. Uh, like, no, that is up for dispute. <laughs> that is up for dispute. I mean, like, I mean, like, it kind he of was antsy. Like, he was, I ain't gonna say he did it, but he was antsy. I, I'm saying homeboy was kind of hype. I ain't gonna say he did. I, I ain't gonna go that far. But I want to know, like, what did he was Miho charged. say before? He was charged, all right? My man was charged. Liger was charged. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Taichi was like, hey, I'm gonna sue New Japan. He's like, sue y'all for all y'all work. He's like, what yeah, if... <laughs> that, was, that was like afterwards. He said, what if she had got pregnant out there? He said, coach pervert. He said, you know what? <laughs> he, then he said, uh, Taguchi. He's like, how do we know she's not? <laughs> yeah, he said, Taguchi, uh, why don't you go ahead and handle yourself privately before the match away yeah. from people? And I was like, damn, Taichi. Oh my God. Like, that was honestly <laughs> yeah. like the funniest thing that I've ever seen Taichi. He do. said, go handle yourself in private away from people, please. Then, like, Liger came up was like, oh, she was out there shaking it. And I was like, whoa, Liger, that don't mean, what does that there, mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, was, like, she had gone up and, like, whispered something to tight or to, to Gucci before the match. And then, I don't know, who was it that, like, hit to Gucci to, like, make her fall into Miho? I don't remember. And then he was, I mean, like, covering her. And but they were stomping the shit out of him, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the Again was stopping Taguchi while he was he's like still laying on her. Yeah, now he was still laying on it, protecting. They weren't gonna stop her. They fucking pushed him on her. I mean, you know, that was you know. I mean, alternative facts. No, you know, you no, know, he might have slipped no, into fake, her. You know, fake news. No, you know what I mean, no. it, was, it was Liger that Poor did Taguchi, it. He was like, I don't know what's happening. It was Liger that did it. Hey, why oh, they man. why they trying to frame Taguchi though? That's what it sounds like. It's like it really <laughs> does. It really does. Wow. Wait, wait. Never mind. I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah. New, the ghetto's watching WWE. Never mind. Um, uh, anyway. Um, uh, we're going to live chat. It's been a while. Um, Brian, he says it's been a while since I watched Omega versus White. I think the V trigger count was seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's that. That's probably the rough estimate. I reckon that. Uh, Yagami says Kenny Omega versus Jay White was a great match, but the aftermath of the Golden Lovers was amazing. I agree with that. 
Brian says Jay White versus Osprey was still my favorite um, white match. Not looking forward to Page challenging for the US title. I actually don't think that um, Page challenging for the US title could be a good match. So I actually really enjoyed his chance, man. Yeah, and he's, he's been doing good stuff from Ring of Honor, and I enjoyed his match with um, in the sixth man on this show and the night prior. I, I enjoyed good old Hangman. Um, Brian says, I believe Dion was the one that predicted the Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks a few months ago. Could be the direction they are going in. Indeed, it could be. ABJ, I don't think the Tongans will follow Cody. I think Kenny and the guys booked this whole thing. Kudos to them. Ah, don't give them that. I, you know, uh, I, I don't really know where the Tongans will go. And do I, I don't even know if I give a shit. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know if I give a shit. <laughs> Um, Bromie says, I really hope that Bushi and Omega come out as... Uh, I'm not going to say that. Um, Heavy J says, as far as the Golden Lovers go, I think they'll be presented more like Kevin and Sammy rather than Billy and Chuck. I hope so. I hope so indeed. Um, <laughs> I think the Bucks will stay in Bullet Club because they need someone to hawk those shirts. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Uh, Brian Ruby says, Naito versus Jericho for the World title would have been perfect for a strong start of all. Yeah, you still could get Jericho versus Naito. I, I completely forgot about that. I like that it's more personal now, though, as opposed to for a title. Yeah. Um, Code Atlas was uh, doing uh, Repugly 3K's uh, entrance theme song. <laughs> Makes me sad. Uh, Brian Ruby says, Who's the best member of Punky 3K? Oh, they don't, I think that they're both That's equally sense. as great. I, I generally yeah. think yeah. it's great. Yeah. Honestly, though, to be 100%. I um, think I like show just a little bit more. Show, I feel, is maybe like a year and a half, two years from being a heavyweight. His moveset and, and like his moveset and everything and his, his, his build, he it is pretty heavyweight-like. Yeah. I can, yeah. That's fair. Uh, Brian says, uh, I still believe that there should just be one tag team in New Japan. I do. But they've had the junior tag titles, and unless they just, if they defunct those belts, why not? Um, heavy Jason Kenny versus Abushi at G1 finals, that'd be amazing. Um, Brian says, I was laughing my ass off when Okada during Chaos's entrance, he climbs the props on the stage. Yeah, that was cool. That was, it was cool. <laughs> so uh, Brian says, The rumors that Cody versus Kenny at Long Beach with Naito versus Jericho. Now, Cody and Kenny's a good shout for Long Beach, and then uh, obviously Naito versus Jericho. And then Chuck Okada with the or Sonata with the winner of the uh, New Japan Cup. What did they do with Sakura Genesis though? Because the only reason I only reason I said that Omega would win and you know you know win the New Japan Cup and say he wanted the challenge in America is because I felt he wanted to be like you know what I got to do my Kenny voice. You know what Okada last championship matches we had they've been in Japan. I want to take this to North America. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's typical. That's that's definitely something Omega would say. Um, Code Atlas says, please have someone win the heavyweight titles. G1 Climax winner already. It's bound to happen eventually. And you know what would be awesome, though, as I thought about it? Um, I don't. I hope this doesn't happen, but, like, say something happens. What if they do a storyline to where, like, Okada, he just keeps defending the belt, keeps defending the belt. Nobody beats him, right? And say they're just like, you know what? This year's G1 Climax, the winner is the fucking champ. Hmm? Could do. It'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be different. Uh, it will be Okada winning the G1, and he'll, uh, he'll lose to the World Weight Champion Naito, risking 13. That could happen. That um, Brian Ruby says, um, uh, uh, Brian Ruby says, in KC review, oh, oh da, 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 da. Uh, on the KC review, I'm on SmackDown. I'll be doing a counter how many times the rest is point to WrestleMania sign. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, this I'm much raw this week. Um, I'll be doing that tomorrow, sadly. Um, 
Adam Brown says, what's up, everyone? Yeah. Uh, Johan says, do you think Nigel faced someone from LIJ in this year's G1? I hope so. Uh, we kind of been, we haven't seen that yet, really, have we? Any? Uh, uh, last year, he, well, not last year, but the year before, he wrestled Evil. Um, I think this year, he'll probably be in the same block as Sonata. Yeah. Mm, that would that'd be a good match. Adam Brown says, honestly, it, it, it goes into him when he just gave Okada to Sonata, you know, after the New Year's Dash, and he's just like, take him. It just goes into that. <laughs> Uh, Valor Brown says I'll be finally getting New Japan World tonight. Awesome, good stuff. Definitely recommend it. Especially yeah. and if you if you don't order it tonight, order it on the first. Because if you order it on the 31st, you get charged from the 31st and you, then you get charged again on the first. So wait till the first and then order, otherwise you get charged twice. Um Tranquilo, Tranquilo, because the show when is the next show? Was it February the main next main fifth. show is like February fifth? Fifth. Something fifth. like that. It's the fifth. It's no, definitely okay, fifth. So I remember seeing the um, I was on New Japan World uh, this evening and I caught the uh, Jay White versus David Finley uh, picture. Um, it should be Bushi as IC champ and Omega as world champion. That could work. And then Charles Butts says, okay, uh, guess who is the get who on the flash is the first Hall of Fame? Um, I'm, I think the Hall of Fame right now is Goldberg and fucking Dudley Boys. I think Dudley yeah, Boys are Yeah, Dudley Boys, yep. Yeah, fair enough. They should, they should have been a headline act, you know, 10 years' time, but, you know, well. Who cares? Um, it's only the Vincent's Hall of Fame. Um, so that in mind, thank you everyone for watching the live channel, live live comments and participating. Thank you everyone watching YouTube post live. Thank you everyone listening on SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, you guys feel free to promote anything you wish to promote. All right, uh, before we do, okay, this, we got a real quick question to ask you because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Ask me. What ask do you think? Me. What do you think about Nick Aldis beating Tim Storm for the NWA World Heavyweight Title? Makes sense because now you can do the oldest, you know, kind of like, oh, can I question myself? Have I still got it? They can still do those videos, make them emotional, get the family involved. And now this can, he's, he's an all right wrestler, great he shape. Is. You can smack him on posters, you can do media with that guy. If you're not someone who said, This is your world's champion, you'd be like, Fair enough, look at that dude, look at him, look at him. That's fair, that, that's a complete <laughs> fair enough. I like and it. This I for like y'all. And this for both of y'all. Do you think we'll see the NWA uh, world title back in New Japan anytime soon? Hope so. I, yeah. okay. I think we'll take that within like the next two years. It'd be smart to do. You'd be a moron if you didn't work on New Japan of how popular they are. I wouldn't be surprised if at the Long Beach show there wasn't some type of title defense. I'd be up for it. Chase Owens Chase versus... Owens. Yeah, Chase Owens. Get that belt, Chase. Oh. Amen to that. Uh, but again, feel free to promote anything you wish to promote. Always check us out on Instagram. Tweet at us at SOS Russell Talk. Same for both. And listen to us on SoundCloud. Amen to that. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and listening on YouTube. And if you listen to SoundCloud iTunes, hit the follow. Five-star rating, guys, another gist. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Stay safe, stay well, and we'll be catching your asses down the line.